0: Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, can I have my iPad? I'm sorry. Thank you. I apologize, guys, because <clears throat> I want to read it from the message translation. Lord God. All right, I apologize. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. I love the way this reads in the message translation and the amplified as well. Um, it says, So here's what I want you to do take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, your eating, your going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Again, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, your eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God. As an offering. Amen. We know the word of God is blessed, and those that seek him, thank you so much, Shira, that seek him through his word are blessed as well. I'm going to use for a subject, I'm a real one. I'm a real one. Somebody just declare it over your life I'm a real one. I'm a real one. I'm a real one. Probably saying, what in the world? Real what? I'm a real one. So, churches. All over the world, from one Sunday to the next, are filled with imitators. Those that know when to stand and when to say amen. They know how to dance and shout. They can quote scripture. They can greet you as you come in. They sing on the praise teams and stand in pulpits all over the world, Sunday after Sunday. And if we aren't careful, we will be fooled by their intellect and their gifts, as the Word of God warns us. Imitators are those that profess one thing but live another; those that know how to do church; those that have a form of godliness but deny the power thereof. Most of them have taken, um, have even, excuse me, have even tricked some real ones. <laughs> It's not that, um, I'm sorry, some of them have even tricked themselves into believing, y'all praying for me, into believing they're in right standing with God. Yeah. And every Sunday, people are duped and hoodwinked and tricked and deceived by them as they know how to perform and they know how to To get get aroused out of a crowd. They know how to do the right dance and they know exactly what to say and when to say it. And because the physical, the outside has the appearance of something uh, of what's godly or what's spiritual we respond to the outward thing. But there are those of us that God is calling in this time that I like to refer to today as the real ones. And it's not that God is just now calling the real ones it's not that they have not ever been on the scene or this is the first time he's called them that real ones have been around for a long time but there is something that has been taking place and I don't even think we realize it there has been a silencing of sorts of the real ones in the comfort of our homes we voice our frustrations and our dislikes hallelujah with what's going on in church in our in the privacy of our conversations with our BFF our significant other we express how aggravated we are at the way things are happening in church in the privacy even in our our prayer times, we confess to God what we don't like and the things we wish were different, but we do nothing. We talk about how the culture has infiltrated the church instead of the church infiltrating the culture. We talk about how this one and that one does not live what they preach in the privacy of our homes, but we do nothing. We become frustrated by what should fuel us. Y'all hear me? We've become frustrated at the things we see, and God has allowed us to see those things to fuel us, not frustrate us, but we've given way to what we feel and our dislikes, and we've become frustrated instead of moving forward. We become aggravated at what God shows us instead of rising to the occasion. We see our sisters and our brothers caught up, and we say nothing except maybe our praise for you. And there are instances where that's exactly what's needed and nothing more. There are times that God will call you to just cover your sister in prayer. Cover your brother in prayer. He will allow you to see something that's taking place and instruct you to never say a thing about it, but to intercede on their behalf. There are times that we are to just lay out and intercede and fast for our sisters and our brothers and the things that we see taking place in the world. But there is also a time where we must become violent in the spirit there is also a time we when we must rise to the occasion and not just talk about it but do something about it somebody say i'm a real one i'm a i'm a real one i'm a real one i'm a real one we see those that are falling away and those that run with itching ears to the next one who will prophesy them happy who would tell them that they're about to receive land and they're about to get money and will tell them how anointed they are and how powerful they are oh god but we're looking for some real ones because the real ones will come and give god praise even when the word of prophecy is a word of rebuke and correction we don't fold we don't run from it but we rise and we say thank you lord for correcting me because our mindset The honor that he deserves, but real ones, real ones, we got to rise up. We got to do the thing that God has called us to. We got to do the thing that God has equipped us to do. Amen. Shout, I'm a real one. I'm a, I'm a real one. Real ones aren't moved because of pruning and because God cuts them and because God is molding them, we yet have a praise. Even in the midst of the pain, even in the midst of the place of discouragement and we don't understand, understand the place of uncertainty, we still have a praise on our lips. And when you're a real one, you can't even explain it. You can't put words to it. All you gotta do is take a flashback in your mind and think about how good God has been for you. And without even thinking about it your hand goes up without even realizing it you respond in your body there's a quickening that takes place on the inside of you when you're a real one you don't back up because god tells you you're wrong when you're a real one you don't back up because the pastor tells you you gotta get it together you thank god that he sees you as a son you thank god that he sees you as a daughter and not a bastard Somebody shall correct me, God. What? I want to be real. I want to be right. I want to g- give you glory in the earth. I want to make you proud. I want to make you smile. I want to make you poke your chest out and be proud to call me your own. So, believers, I've been charged to make a clarion call. What that means, I looked that up. I said, have been saying this. And been hearing this a long time. What does it mean to make a clearing call? I had my understanding, but I wanted to know how it was defined. And it's defined as a strongly expressed demand, a request for action. Yeah. Ah! So listen, I now pass on the responsibility to you to make a clarion call in the private in your private conversations, call other believers to action. Call other believers to stand on post and man their post, and not be moved by the winds that the enemy sends. Knowing that the God you serve is more powerful than anything that might come against you. Yeah, we're looking for the real ones to stand up. Somebody again shout, "I'm a real one." The Urban Dictionary. Don't look up too many words in it, but the Urban Dictionary defines a real one three ways. One, it says a real one is one who won't turn their backs on you. A real one is one you can count on. A real one is one who doesn't care what you think. Okay. So, a real one is one who doesn't quit when it gets tough. A real one is one who shows up even when no one else does. A real one It is one who doesn't run from a fight when the enemy shows up, but you man your post and dare the enemy to try you. Shout, I'm a real one. A real one doesn't care what you think when it comes to doing the will of God. It doesn't have to make sense to you. We receive the word, and that's enough for us to move. God wants to move and do the miraculous, the thing that we've been praying for, the thing that we've been crying out for. But the real one's got to get on post. The real one's got to get back to what we We used to be the enemy moves too freely in services all over for there to be as many real ones as there are. So I'm calling for the real believers, the real warriors, the real faith walkers, the real anointed ones, the real called ones, the real chosen ones who will stand up and declare the glory of God anybody else tired of church as usual I'm tired of turning on the TV and looking at preachers that know how to stand and do the preacher stance I'm tired of looking at that I'm tired of hearing that's a word doc preach doc I'm sick of that I'm sick of all the things that we've placed in the church I want to see the move of God take place hallelujah where the minister can't even minister the praise team can't even sing the musicians can't even play because they're on their faces too I'm I'm ready to see people get up out of wheelchairs and walk and give God glory I'm ready to lay hands on folks that got the diagnosis of cancer and they go back and they're cancer free I'm ready to see the move of God I don't care how many runs you can do can you set somebody free I don't care how many tricks you can do with your voice and how many scriptures you can quote What does your heart look like? What does your life look like? Are you an imitator? Are you a real one? I'm sick of seeing people flock to churches because people proper lying. I don't need you to tell me I'm anointed. God did I don't need you to tell me I'm called by him. He called me. Don't tell me about no land and no money. Don't tell me about that mess. I belong to him. He has everything I need. And I have enough sense to know that he'll take care of me wherever I find myself. And if that means a check in the mail, glory be to God. I don't need you to tell me that. Tell me how to keep my soul right. Tell me how to keep my spirit right. not allow stuff in when it's tempting to let it in. How, how not to answer that phone when it rings. How not to respond to that text when it comes. How not to get in my car and go where I want to go. How not to click on my computer and watch pornography. How not to cheat on my wife. How not to cheat on my husband. Tell me some real stuff that's going to allow me to be shy. Don't excite my flesh. Speak to my spirit. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to. Don't try to be deep and wonderful and tell me deep words using the Greek and the Hebrew. Make it plain for me. If this going to get me in, I want to be saved. Somebody shout I'm a real one. real one. I'm a real one. Y'all, I feel that. I'm a real one. I'm a real one. I'm a real one. We're not moved by this world stuff. Hallelujah. The things of the spirit move us. I read something and I reposted it on Instagram. And some of us would do well to take note of this. It said, when people tell me they're spiritual, I ask them, which spirit cuz demons are spirits too so we got a whole lot of demons with a mic in their hand we got a whole lot of demons leading praise and worshiping whole lot of demons greeting you when you come in with a smile but they sit in these seats with another agenda they're undercover they're blending in because externally they look like us. But we have to be mindful to be spiritual enough to see beyond the natural. Yeah. And that works both ways. That means if you come in here and you tow up from the flow up, I got to be spiritual enough to see what God sees in you. And not be moved with the sin you're currently struggling with. And not be moved with what's on you right now. But see beyond what's on you and see who God has called you to be. And I also got to be spiritual enough that when you come in TT ta ta and shouting and doing the two-step. That I got to see you ain't nothing but a demon. I got to be able to see that when you say you're praying for me, you're a witch. We gotta be able to discern what stands before us. You got people that are praying for you, that you've invited to pray for you, that are witches. (laughs) But we declare today in Jesus' name that you're gonna begin to see past the natural. You're gonna be able to discern what's in your house and What's in your face and what's in your company, amen? Because real ones roll with real ones. (laughs) You ain't got to shout like I do. You don't have to be as loud as I am. You don't have to move like I do or or run like I do. You ain't got to holler in the mic like I do, but you got to be a real one. Amen. Shout, I'm a real one. So, listen, real ones. When we are attacked, we don't cower. We stand up. When the enemy comes for us or our families or our ministries or our church, we don't fold. We stand ready. We don't murmur and complain. Somebody say, I repent, Lord. We don't murmur and complain. We speak the word of God and we stand up. We might feel the pains of adversity, but it does not change our minds about what God has spoken. Real one. I've been instructed to inform you that everything you're feeling, listen, everything you're feeling, everything you have felt this year was and is necessary. Glory to God, which is why you feel the warfare you do, because on the other side, everything changes. Everything changes for you. On the other side, when you endure through this place, when you go through this time of transition, because that's what it is, and you feel the heat and the pains of it and the discomfort of it, but it's working for you. It's working for you. There's something working on the inside of you. If you endure this, if you continue to tell the Lord, yes, everything changes for you. Literally, everything changes for you. You feel the heat because this is a vital moment in your walk with God. This is a moment that will forever change the course of your life. This will completely change the way you see things. It will change your perception. There's a fire that will ignite on the inside of you. This place will activate what's in you. God have mercy. This place will activate what's in you so the persecution that you feel is about to promote you. The pressure, hallelujah, is about to position you. The battle is about to strengthen you. The battle gives opportunity for God to be glorified in your life. A different kind of prayer life is about to be birthed in this place. Stop complaining about it. Get up, real one. You're about to be activated in this place. Glory to God, I feel this. You're about to be activated in this place there's something on the inside of you that god has need of and it's been there from the very first time you told god yes but there's a level of surrender and submission that you must give to him that it might be activated on the inside of you and god knows in order for you to sacrifice the way he's called you to he's got to turn up the heat in order for you to seek his face the way he's called you to He's got to allow some discomfort in order that your praise will go to the next level that he's ordained for your life, for your worship to be another ramp, to go to another realm in the spirit. He has to turn up to heat. He has to allow adversity to come. It comes, but it does not take us out. Shout, it's necessary, it's necessary. You think God is dragging his feet, but you're right where he wants you to be. You think God is taking his time, but you're right where he wants you to be. There's something that has to take place on the inside of you, and I know what you're saying. God, I told you yes to something that I did not ask you for. God, I told you yes to something you chose to give me, and the very thing I thought would bring me joy has brought me tears and pain, but God says it's so that what's in you might be activated there's an activation that's taking place oh god i feel it that's taking place on the inside and when you change your perspective about where you are god will begin to work on the inside of you and you'll find yourself where you used to back up standing up and stepping. Up to the plate, you'll find yourself quoting scripture when you would have been on your face crying. You'll find yourself showing up to the fight when once upon a time you would have hidden yourself. Somebody shout, I'm a real one, a real one, and this place is necessary. And I've been called today to tell you to endure it. Hallelujah, you've been equipped for it. Stop crying, stop whining, get yourself up, wash your face. God has need of you to man your post. Real one, we will experience the supernatural when we surrender to the process. You hear that? When we surrender to the process, we'll we'll experience the supernatural we got to stop trying to figure everything out. And this is for a few of us, several of us, a lot of us in the house today. you got to stop trying to figure everything out. you got to stop being so analytical. You're going to drive yourself crazy trying to figure out how it's going to come together and when it's going to come together and who's going to be a part of it and uh, how it's going to happen and when it's going to happen and all of that stuff. It will drive you crazy, and it also wastes time you got to stop being so analytical. I want you to go back in your mind. Will you Go back in your mind to when God first called you to it. <laughs> when he first spoke it. When he first began to give you instructions. <clears throat> go back to the joy you felt. When you knew you were embarking on something God called you to. I want you to go back. To what you felt then because the enemy wants you to forget what God has spoken concerning you he wants you to think that you've missed it or you misheard him or you made the wrong choice you made the wrong decision God I thought for sure I heard from you I thought for sure this was you but this doesn't look like what you spoke then this doesn't Look like what you showed me when I said yes, God. Have you tricked me? Did you show me good stuff? So I'll say, yeah. Did you withhold from me that it would come with warfare? It would come with pain and discomfort. God said, no, I showed you all that. But you were focused on the good. You were so focused on the good that you overlooked the process. And God knew, he knew, he knows, he's so wise, he knows that if he shows us all of the process, we'll run from it. It's not that he tricked us, it's that he knows us. He knows us enough to know that he can't show us that the one you walked hand in hand with would be the very one that betrays you. can't show you that. You're so crazy, you'll start fighting them now. I can't show you the hours you would spend crying Asking for understanding. I can't show you that because you'll abort the mission. I got to get you in it. And I got to get your heart in it that you might stay the course. Real one. God is calling for us to stand up. He's calling for us to come forth. We got to stop complaining about it. We got to quit voicing our frustrations about what's taking place. And do what he's placed in you to do to do, and be faithful to it. Be faithful. Not because you're worried about what people will say. Because, but because you just love him that much. Say I'm a real one. I'm a real one a real one and next week next Sunday